in the light of day, in the dead of night. Mysterious horrors await in the darkness, shadows in every corner. They are unexplained, inescapable, and undefeatable, but prepared, or you may become the next victim. Hello, hello, guys. It's the Anime Summit Podcast. (laughs) It's Halloween weekend now, so we are going to do something scary for you. And it's Walpurgis knock. It, it, yes, <laughs> Nick is with, <laughs> is night, with it's me. Knock. <laughs> it's knock. Yeah, sorry. Um, and unfortunately, uh, knock and I uh murdered some, so some will no longer be on the podcast. Some, you got to edit in the scary sound right there. <laughs> <laughs> From beyond the grave. From beyond the grave. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so happy Halloween, everyone. Yay. Woohoo. Um, we are, it's just me and Nick. So we are going to do, um, some Junji Ito stuff. And I'm very excited for this. The anime stuff. Don't get, don't get that excited. Yeah. The anime (laughs) stuff. I mean, we will talk about some of the manga stuff. Um, I know I've read my fair share of Junji uh, we even read a couple of stuff uh, in Manga Club and everything. And they're so, doing Tomie this week. That's right. Yeah. Um, this Sunday in Manga Club, we're going to be reading Tomie. So, um, yeah. So this is going to be a lot of fun. This is a little laid back kind of fun review. And I've put a pause on the Junji Ito collection since it came out so i'm excited that we're actually going to just like sit down and review it and everything so but before we go ahead and do that um i want you guys to check out links.animesummit.net that's where all our socials are twitter uh instagram uh join the discord patreon all of that stuff um but there's also a very important button and it's going to say spotify and I want you to click on that and give us a four to five star rating because we want to get to 100, 100 uh, ratings. We're at 85 now, so we're almost there. And as a reward for that, we're going to do a live stream. And I'm also going to be doing my stupid school days review. So, Oh, yeah. Totally worth it just for that. <laughs> first time watching it never seen it before um yeah so get those ratings so that we can do all that fun stuff i'm gonna bet that you. it makes danny's decade list for that decade i doubt it oh it'll I, make it no i doubt it <laughs> um excuse me listener question of the week nick what is it all right, this is from, I got to open the right Google Doc, I got the wrong one. Uh, this is from King, and he says, which anime character are you taking trick-or-treating? Okay, Nick, who are you taking? I would take Chopper <laughs> from One Piece, because I just want to see him holding the bag crying because I didn't give enough candy. <laughs> 
Wow. <laughs> that meme is so funny. I fucking love the chopper crying uh, meme. <laughs> yeah. Such a troll. Such a troll. I don't know anything about him other than the meme. I've never oh, seen or read One Piece. I think Sam is just sighing in despair right now as she's listening to this. Yeah, somebody somebody hands him some Tootsie Rolls and he just starts crying. It's like, no, the worst one. Oh, no. Break your teeth and everything. That is the worst candy. That's like eating microplastics. I mean, I don't like the chocolate ones. I do like the fruity Tootsie Rolls. Have you ever had those? Yeah, I mean, they're okay. I liked the I liked the, the, the fruity ones. Uh, like still, the they're flavors, still like a three out of chocolate. ten. <laughs> it's not good. I mean, they're better than the chocolate ones, in my opinion. Yeah. So, um, but honestly, on a serious note, I would take Anya trick or treating. Oh, that's just cheating! So, just so that she can always ask for peanuts, but never get peanuts. She could get a peanut. Uh, wait, Snickers have peanuts. That counts. That's true, but I mean, not every house will always have Snickers. And not every house will avoid the toilet paper fate. This is true, yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's so. going to toilet paper them. <laughs> so, uh, do you have anyone else? Oh, I, I, already, I also said uh, General Armstrong from Full Metal Alchemist because he'd have to rip his shirt off after, <laughs> at every door. <laughs> Jeez. He's way too old to trick or treat, but it'd be funny to see a grown, fully grown man rip off his shirt. He could use his shirt tatters to build a bigger sack, oh, no. a bigger candy sack. No, no, no. Thank it's genius. You. I'm, I'm, I'm it's world building, that. Danny. No, I'm good on that. It's fine. Um. Anyway, uh, waifu and husbando. Waifu is Tomie. And Husbando is Suchi uh, Suji. His name is really oh weird. The most <laughs> vile <laughs> kid. <laughs> He's so weird. <laughs> He's better than, or no? He's worse than uh, Makoto from School Days. <laughs> You're gonna like oh. Makoto better than Suichi. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Oh man! I mean, there really, honestly, wasn't any memorable like male characters. Yeah, he in was this in like collection. three episodes, I think. Yeah, so. so like he honestly was literally the most uh, shown, like had screen time and stuff. So um, we could do the guy yeah. who kept dreaming. <laughs> oh God, no! <laughs> um. But yeah, so let's get to it. Let's get to our main topic, which is the Junji Ito collection and the Tomie OVAs. Um, the collection is from 2008, and actually both of them are from 2008. No, the 2018. Oh, 2018. That's a I'm big sorry. difference. I'm, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm stuck in the 2000s right now. <laughs> um. Uh, the collection is 12 episodes and the OVA is two. The OVA did not air. Like they were, the episodes were unaired. They were kind of like extras for the DVD and Blu-ray for the the, the TV series. 
Um, yeah, I thought it was odd because there was a Tomie episode in the in the collection also. There, yeah, there there is, yeah, yeah. So, um, but these were just like two extra Tomie episodes, which I mean, I personally like Tomie. Like, I like those stories, and personally, I think instead of just doing OVAs, they probably could have done more Tomie stories. So. Yeah, because the the manga is how many um, volumes? It's like a few volumes, right? Um. um Oops, I I mean, I'm, I'm clicking on Tomie right now. It's it's not that long. We're, we're reading it this week in Club. Uh, I mean, it's relatively col- short. F- full collection. I mean, Three. it's one volume. There's thirteen chapters. Three volumes for Tomie. Oh well, I have one volume. Maybe. From published from know. 1987 to 2000. <laughs> That's a long time for three volumes. Well, I mean, he's he's always done. Ito has always done short stories and everything like that. Oh, so. you know why you have one? Because it's an omnibus. That's why. Ah. Uh, Viz Media published the omnibus. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, Studio Dean uh, is the studio for the collection and the OVA. Director is Shinobu uh, Taga, Taga, Tagashira. Music is Yuki Haya. Haya I not going to work here anymore anyway. Not going to work here anymore <laughs> anyway. Jeez. I wish Sam was here. <laughs> Everybody go watch Office Space. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, that's real horror. Hayashi. Yuki Hayashi did the music. It's so strange how ja- like Yuki is a men's and a women's name. Is it Yuki? <laughs> There's two U's in there. Um, I don't know. I mean, Michelle can, is is both a male and female name because it's for Michael. Yeah, and like Jordan and stuff like that. Yep. Yeah. Um, chief animation director is Toshimitsu Kobayashi. And character design is also Shinobu uh, Tagashira. And, of course, the collection is based off of the short stories that Junji Ito did. Uh, Mainly, they took um, most of the stories from the 11-volume Junji Ito Masterpiece Collection and the single volume of Frames of Horror. So, and... The collection is pretty much a horror anime anthology series adapted from the works of uh, manga artist Junji Ito. Sit back in a terror of traumatizing tales of uh, unparalleled terror unfold tales such as uh, that of a cursed jade carving that opens holes all over its victims' bodies. Deep nightmares that spanned decades, an attractive spirit at a misty crossroad that grants cursed advice, and a slug that grows inside a girl's mouth. Um, and along with um, Tom- Tomie, who's a mysterious femme fatale, who, you know, her- throughout her life, like, it goes nowhere, and people, excuse me, are obsessed with her, or they're so obsessed with her that they'll tear her to shreds so to shreds you say to shreds <laughs> we got to put the futurama clip in there. 
So, um, yeah, so that's a little bit of production and premise of the show. Um, let's talk about uh, Mr. Ito for a little bit. Nick? All right. I'm reading off the wiki. <laughs> I mean, he's the most famous Japanese horror mangaka, right? He's got to be. Oh, He's absolutely. getting a magic card collection. He is. He is. And that's actually super cool. <laughs> Who are some other ones? We'll find some other ones later. But yeah, he, uh, he, so he started his, when did he start? Oops, I'm on the wrong page. His career started in like the 80s, right? Uh, oh my God, my, my yeah. page is not loading right. Uh, Sorry. It's so the wiki says in 1987, he submitted a short story to Monthly Halloween that won an honorable mention in the Kazu uh, Yumezu Prize um, with himself as one of the judges. That's weird. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Obama medal meme, <laughs> putting a medal yeah. on himself. <laughs> um. This story ran for 13 years and later serialized as Tomie. Oh, so pretty much he submitted. Oh, that's his first one, yeah. That was his first. So Tomie was his first uh, short story. That's pretty cool. I did not know that. Um, I mean, he has done numerous of things. Like he drew the cover of uh, a, a Japanese band called... Um, Mi- I have no idea how to pronounce that. I'm just going to spell it. It's spelled M-U-C-C. Uh, they're... It, muck. It, muck, I guess. With the Pokemon? <laughs> I, I guess, yeah. <laughs> um, he did a cover for them uh, for their 2002 album. He also collaborated with the band again in 2020. Uh, Ito teamed up with... Uh, Takashi Nagasaki and former diplomat uh, Masuru Sato to create oh boy uh, I have no idea what that is but it's based <laughs> on, <laughs> it's based it's based on Sato's personal experience in Russia so oh one thing we'll know though is uh, apparently Guillermo del Toro said that Ito collaborated on the video game Silent Okay. Silent Hills or is it yes. Silent? Oh, it's a canceled um, horror game. I, I got canceled. that confused with Silent Hill. That's a different game. That's a, that's the famous yes. one. Yes, yes. Wait, what? Okay, Hideo Kojima. Okay. I thought Silent that was Silent Hills Hill. Is a, yeah, well, that's a different so thing. It's, it's, it was going to be the ninth installment in the Silent Hill series. Okay. So... Okay, okay, gotcha. Oh, Hideo Kojima did Silent Hill, right? Yes. Okay, yes, he that's did. why I thought it was the, the real thing. But as far as awards, he won uh, the Eisner. Well, no, he was nominated. Sorry. He, somehow he hasn't won a lot of stuff. I don't know how. He he was nominated for the Eisner Award in 2003 and 2009, and he received his first Eisner Award in 2019 for his adaptation of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. And then mm-hmm. uh, 2021, he received two more Eisner Awards for Remina, which we read in Manga Club. We and did. Venus and Venus in the I Blind t- Spot. Remina wasn't even that good. That's like his Remy weakest story. Remina really was <laughs> not even that good. I it did was okay. not like that one. It was like a five out of ten. But it's like, wait a second. 
He's done way better stuff Jeez. than that. Like, what was the competition in the 90s? Jeez. I don't know. Personally, I think he should have won an Eisner Award for Tomie and Uzumaki. Uzumaki yeah, maybe especially. He, maybe he just never got nominated. Maybe that was it. Probably. I don't know. But it's like but. the best pictures in the Oscars. Like, a lot of the best pictures are not even close to the best picture. It's just like, you know, they picked it. Yeah. Um. I mean, his childhood, he like he had a lot of inspiration. He's been inspired by horror, you know, his whole life, like with Dracula and Frankenstein. So I'm actually kind of curious about his adaptation of Frankenstein. Oh, yeah. I want to read that. Um, so. Oh, Tomie along... was inspired by the death of one of his classmates. Oh, I didn't even know that either. Okay, and the classmate was actually a boy, and he th- and so he felt strange, and so that uh, from that idea, the girl's supposed huh. to have died, but then just shows up as if nothing had happened. Okay, then Gyo was influenced by his childhood anti-war feelings uh, due to his parents' war stories and the shark attack scenes from Jaws. <laughs> um, that makes sense. Hanging balloons was based on a childhood dream. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of these are based on his dreams. Good God. <laughs> Uh, his the what's the one with like the century long dream? He had a, he had an actual century long dream, probably. Wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Slug long girl dr- oh, was yeah, inspired by Ito moving his tongue around in the mirror and finding that it resembled a slug. All right, that's kind of a mundane inspiration. <laughs> not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's weird. But okay. I mean, yeah. even. Tomie had numerous of adaptations. I mean, a lot of them did a live action adaptations, which is interesting. One, two, yeah, that's three, one of his four, most famous because because you got the you got the girl. You could sell the waifu six, body seven, pillows and stuff eight, of her. Nine. Yeah, there's nine films for Tomie. The first one started in '98, and then the latest one was from 2011. So. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to read this off the wiki. I know we're not supposed to. I know that's kind of a faux pas on podcast, but like this is actually really <laughs> relevant. So the themes of Junji Ito's work, in case people don't know, he's a horror author, but it consists of many subgenres of horror, mainly being host to the subgenres of body horror and cosmic horror. So it's kind of like um, oh, Cronenberg and uh, the guy who did Cthulhu. What's his name? Um I cannot remember the name. H.P. Lovecraft, a little bit like that. Now I don't know if I don't. I haven't read a lot of Lovecraft stuff, and maybe even Edgar Allan Poe. With just I with would the, just say, like with the mood, just I, with the I mood mean, of it. Yeah, yeah. Because people I just kind of go insane a lot. Yeah, Edgar Allan Poe's stuff was definitely freaky and and off the rails, and I would definitely say that. This this is like similar to like Edgar Allan Poe's stuff. Oh, um, Salvador Dali, also one of the artists. Oh, <laughs> inspired gosh. Him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Going to guy. I can totally see that. I can totally see that. Okay, on, on sure. the Junji Ito fandom, they they uh, relate or they they list a bunch of his inspirations. Um, every everything has a fandom page. Yeah, Hideshi Hino, Shinichi Koga, H.P. Lovecraft, Yasutaka Sutsui, uh, Kazuo Umez, Salvador Dali, H.R. Geiger, Johannes Vermeer, Mary Shelley, obviously, with Frankenstein. 
uh, Osamu Desai, Robert Hitchens, or, or okay, I'm just listing off a bunch of stuff, but you get the idea. So he has he has inspirations um, in addition to his like real life experiences and looking at his tongue in the mirror. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite one. It's just like wow. <laughs> It looks that's like a kind of gross. <laughs> I'm gonna write a story about, yeah. <laughs> a, about a girl and her her tongue becomes a slug. <laughs> Why did they put her whole body in the bathtub? Just put her, just fill her mouth with with that. I don't know. She'd get I she'd really get diabetes. She'd get her blood pressure would go. Is it up or down? I don't know which one's. If you get too much salt, does your blood pressure go up or down? Um, I think it goes up. Okay, well, her blood pressure would be through the roof, but she'd be rid of her tongue at least. Yeah, but then she won't be able to speak. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Probably um, for the best. But yeah, so the the wiki also says that, uh, and and I, I like we all picked up on this anyway. You'll pick up on it pretty quick when you when you read it or watch it. I would recommend reading it. But like much of his work is based uh, based on the body horror, cosmic horror. Uh, other themes include relationship of predator to prey loss of humanity obsession with and obsession is, is the big one um and the universe is cruel and capricious his characters find themselves victims of malevolent unnatural circumstances for no reason and they're punished out of proportion for minor infractions uh and, and an unknown incomprehensible natural order and he takes inspiration from his own fear yeah, which are, we already mentioned those so yeah mm-hmm. the, the manifestation of the mind becoming reality is like it's really scary because, like, in a regular horror movie, it's external. So you're running from a zombie or a vampire or something, and that's an external threat. But in Junji Ito, it's, it's like, supernatural or internal, and you can't run from it. Yeah, yeah. And it's, yeah, it's not as so much... There's some jump scares for sure, but it's mostly just, like, the inevitable, like, crazy shit that's going to happen. <laughs> so the the doom, Yeah. But that's kind of the basic background. Um, we got a few interviews. We can maybe pepper those in later on. We should probably get yeah. into the anime, though. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about the collection and the Tomi, Tomie OVAs. We should pronounce okay. her name wrong, every like different every time. Tomi. 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 <laughs> Tommy. Let's call Tommy, Tommy Pickles. Yeah. <laughs> my, favorite, my favorite Chris Farley movie is Tomi Boy. <laughs> oh boy <laughs> oh man um yeah so pretty much like i said uh and before you know the collection is just like an anthology of majority of his um short stories um a couple of them hang on where's the wiki page yeah i had here? the i had the list of the of the stories yeah um so some of them uh, do you want to just name. list them all off right now and then and then just kind of just talk about them and pepper um, them in or how do we want to do it? Because there's 24 stories, right? There's two per episode. Three, four, five, six. Two per episode, so that's 24. And then okay. Tommy. Well, Tomi you know a. math than I, better than I do. So Math on the podcast. Not like my <laughs> basketball math where I was off by like <laughs> multiple decimal points. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, so I mean, yeah, I guess if you want to just go down the line um i mean the f- the first episode is uh Sawichi's convenient curse and Heldolf funeral i guess yeah, we could just go by episode because listing them isn't very it's more interesting to mention to talk about them yeah one by one so 
this one, this the so this one was weird because the first, this was Studio Dean who did it, um, and the like I remember watching this when it came out and I was like a little bit disappointed, <laughs> just because like it doesn't match up to the manga animation. Right. Yeah, and yeah. it's like you can't really do that unless you go full ham and just put a ton of resources into the animation. So like Uzumaki that's coming out this year. That's coming out soon, isn't it? That's like November, right? Um, but Uzumaki is an OVA that's coming out this year. And that one, they spent like multiple years on it. I don't know. Part of it, I think, was... When did they know? Oh, you know what happened? The pandemic, I think, delayed it. Probably. Okay. Likely. It was supposed to come out earlier, but the pan- Okay. I figured it out. Mystery solved. <laughs> uh, I mean, maybe that, maybe that gave them more time to make it good. I don't know. But... You you really like this? Juji Ito is all about the visuals, like the scary shit that you're looking at. And if if it just has an average anime budget, it's not going to translate. Right. Yeah. Um. So it's like it was it. It's funny because like they were faithful. They adapted it like by the by each panel. I mean, sort of close to each panel. But it just—it was just missing the the parts that made. It really was Junji missing Ito the flair of Junji's, um, yeah, like drawing in regard, like in regards to just how he draws his characters and everything like that. Like, yeah, the every, detail wasn't there. It was a little yeah, bit flat like and lifeless. It, it was definitely missing something. I mean, I enjoyed all the stories, and it was actually really fun. Um, watching and and actually seeing Junji's characters come to life. Like, I really enjoyed that. Were uh, they alive, though, Danny? They were flat. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, movement and, like, hearing and, like, hearing music and, and all that kind of stuff. So... Yeah. yeah, the music was actually pretty good. The the Who did the music again? We mentioned him. Um, he actually has a lot of other credits as Yuki, well. Yuki uh, Hayashi. Yeah, he has a lot of credits for other stuff too. Um, he's but, done he's done the the music for My Hero Academia, uh, Haiku, Death Parade. Oh, Death Parade! Shit! Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kaisner. Hug two uh, Precure, Kai's favorite. There you go. Uh, Welcome to the Ballroom. He's done a lot of sports stuff. He's done a lot of stuff. This is a lot of stuff. He's oh, he's done um, the Shaman King music. He's got yeah, a lot so he, on his plate. He's done plate. quite a bit. Yeah, but I think yeah. the music was overall pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, But it again, the animation fit, didn't live up. So Yeah, it, it fit the... It fit how Junji works, like, and, and how, you know, because a lot of it was really creepy, so... Um, I think I figured it out. Is the reason that Junji does manga is so scary is because it looks... It looks kind of real, you know it's not real. It's like abstract, but it looks kind of real. And whereas the anime doesn't look real, so it's not that scary. Mm. It's just kind yeah, of yeah. Like I mean, gross to I me. definitely. I mean, honestly, and that's why horror anime doesn't really work in general because like it's all about how it looks <laughs> to me. I guess I, I, I will say I, I'm gonna skip ahead a little bit. Um, the uh, episode ten, uh, greased. 
Oh yeah, that that, that one was freaking gross. I hated that one. Have you read the? I read the short story. I haven't that. read the short. Read, read it. The, like reading it and then comparing it to the anime is is like night and day. But the anime did like the anime did a good job just adapting it. But they just they couldn't animate it the way that it was supposed to be. I still. Ugh, yeah, that was the <laughs> grossest one. It was literally the grossest one. I mean, Slug Girl was kind of freaky too, a little bit. Yeah, that was freaky. Grease was by far, that's got to be the grossest. Grease was literally the grossest one. I hated that one. I mean, I hate popping pimples oh. anyway. And to actually like see that, I was just like, Ugh, that's nasty. <laughs> Like I could not. I was just really grossed out by that one. But we should not, go back. We should go back yeah. and just one by one episode it. Yeah, sorry. I I mean I just needed to point that out that that one really was gross. <laughs> um. I agree. So Suichi's convenient curse. This one yeah. was kind of weird. He got like a. He was like. He's like the weirdest fucking dude. He was like bullying his <laughs> sister with a toad, and he had like voodoo dolls of people. And yeah, he was kind of like pretty much if someone kind of got in his way, he just kind of made a voodoo doll of them and just yeah. did these weird things to them and stuff. He's like a really spiteful kid for no reason. Right, yeah. <laughs> and he wants to be popular, which you find out in one of the later episodes. Like he wants everyone to notice him, notice me, senpai, <laughs> kind of. Um. But yeah, he wants all that clout, but he just he can't get it because he sucks. <laughs> like he's just he's gross. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then at the end at the end of the episode, the toad dies. <laughs> it's just like this is like probably one yeah, of the tamest episodes. Yeah, because he left the freaking he left the freaking um lid on it. Yeah, that's why he's it like, died. oh, I'm not gonna feed it or let it do anything. <laughs> um, this is kind of like a Scooby Doo episode almost because it was like the old man in the woods was kind of the bad guy. Yeah, yeah, because, like, he was the one who put, like, he placed uh, bear traps because he didn't like what was going on. Now, he had uh, the right in idea. His, in his woods. <laughs> <laughs> what? What was that? He had the right idea. He should have bear trapped Suichi. <laughs> oh, God. Well, he, like, caught him because Suichi was chasing somebody and, like, that bug, like, when he was on stilts and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so and what else happened in that oh like he he was literally the old man was about to freaking shoot him but then suichi's brother came and saved him and everything if like i was that. a brother i would have been like just just put my hand over my eyes oh i didn't see it just walk i mean i didn't see anything <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> so but yeah that episode was kind of weird it like I, w- I wish almost that they would have started this this show on a different episode. I know they wanted to introduce Soichi, but he was only in a few of them. Yeah. I'm wondering if they could have picked a different a different short story as as like episode one. Um. They probably could have just like maybe the crazy model or the or the the. the model I think maybe the the long dream freaky. might have been interesting, but like episode two, if they just swapped it with episode one, that might have been. Yeah, I think I think if they would have rearranged them a little bit, that probably would have made the flow of the show a little bit more better. Oh yeah, I think we and I remember mentioning that in our initial impressions. Yeah, I <laughs> think I remember show. you saying that too. 
But that's like uh-huh. a big deal with with any show. Like you have to make sure there's a hook and the audience wants to watch more. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. It the that first step, like that first short, it's not the best one. But I mean, I for as a fan of of Itosan, I definitely kind of still wanted to watch it. It yeah. didn't like hook that me might in even be, right That away. might even be the weakest episode now that I'm thinking about it. It probably is. I mean, honestly, I didn't really care for that one. Um, I think the one episode with Su- uh, Suichi was Cloth Teacher, which was episode five. That oh, okay. one. That one also had Suichi in it. And I actually really liked that one more than I yeah. did with convenient curse so oh yeah that was a weird one yeah the freaking teenager or well it starts with a with a different episode and then it goes into his it does yeah it start the episodes five starts with the ongoing tale of oshiri oshikiri oshikiri which that one was like the other dimension of the of the house and stuff and it was like doppelgangers the doppelganger kind of thing yeah yeah which i didn't really care for that one either yeah but going back to episode one the the last part was the doll disease like the doll episode was it hell doll funeral mm-hmm. which was yeah it was like super short and honestly wasn't that great to be honest was that the one like the, the parent's daughter turns into a doll and oh, okay. I it's remember. like really short. It's like three yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. That's um, why. That's why I don't remember that one at all. So, like, what was and that the, one? Again? And this is like one of the biggest differences from the manga because, like, in the manga, it's like super freaky looking, but in in this, it's like it's like yeah, kind of spooky, but mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like they just they couldn't get the detail in there. So yeah, yeah. it's all about the detail, like the grit, the. Yeah. Ito's work is definitely very grimy. It's like it's like bristly. <laughs> it is a little bristly. <laughs> it's like sharp and pointy and yeah. Um yeah. Spirally. I, I, I will agree with you. Like episode one was definitely a rocky start. It wasn't the best. Yeah. So but episode uh, two is like a lot better, I think. Fashion model and the long. I mean, dream. fashion model was weird. I didn't really care for that one either. Yeah, that one suffered from the animation because in the it, again in the manga she looked way freakier. Believe it or not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, long dream was. That's disturbing. a really cool concept. <laughs> I I think that was one of the coolest concepts because like each night the person had a disease where they would dream longer and longer, but like it's. The, they basically had like a time dilation thing where like the real world time was going and then they'd wake up and they'd be like, I was dreaming for a year. Yeah. And yeah. then the next day it's like, I dreamed for 10 years. Yeah. And then they, <laughs> and they just and go insane. Over time, they just start getting older as well. Yeah. And, and then they start to like eradicate and kind of die pretty much. <laughs> yeah. It, it's funny because like the, there's another, they're, they're, not, they're in a hospital and there's a di- there's a girl who is like also suffering from a different ailment. I don't remember what it was. But at the end of the sh- of the episode, they take the dead dreamers like dream like body fragments and like and like give it to the girl. She didn't know what it was. 
And so she starts to feel better, but then she gets the dream sickness. Oh, and no. the doctors are like, the doctors are like, this is a more humane way to deal with her illness because otherwise she's going to die. But if she's, th- if she's dreaming forever and she thinks she's alive, what, what a way to go, you know? And it's like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like, are they right or wrong? I don't know. Because <laughs> she was going to die. I mean, uh, well, she had the, 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 I guess, if you want to call it an illness. She had something different. I don't remember what it was, but it was, it was, either way, it was going to kill her. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So they killed her a different way. <laughs> <laughs> they prolonged her. I guess you could say they prolonged her death, but it was more pleasant. So. For her. Yeah, what's the difference? It's morphine or that, you know, so. <laughs> I, I'll take the morphine. Yeah, I don't want to be dreaming for a hundred fucking years. Good God. <laughs> um, I think episode three kind of kicked it off for me personally. Like, I liked the boy at the crossroads. Oh, yeah, that's the fortune teller boy. Is that the one where they're... That's the one where... Oh, all the girls, if... like, kill, kill themselves, right? Um... It's if they go to this crossroads and they meet this like pretty man and they ask and they ask him a question and then they he gives them advice and it it kind of curses them and it's not really advice it it's just like a bad luck kind of thing so it's kind of it, honestly it kind of resembles like making a deal with the devil at, at the crossroads um yeah didn't and didn't he get that power when he was a kid uh they don't really talk about the boy at the crossroads too much oh no there's a different boy there was there was a different boy there but um i don't remember what his powers were but but it was um, kind of a cool concept though um it's kind of like I, the monkey paw wish, like the girls yeah, wish to yeah, be dating him and then they just go crazy I, for him. Yeah, I definitely really, I, I'm upset that I don't remember Boy Boy at the Crossroads that much. There's just so many short stories. Yeah, there's 24 things. And really we, hard to. I made remember. tiny notes for each of them, <laughs> but it's, um, uh, actually, I wonder if sometimes my anime list has episode synopses. Um, uh, let's see. Not every time, but sometimes. Oh, no, this is just going to play the episode. Okay, well, never mind. <laughs> um, I did really like Slug Girl, though. It was a little... It was pretty short, but... It's like the it doll was... girl, but with a slug. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> pretty much. Um, I mean, I don't know. I kind of liked that design of how the head what is like kind of resembling the shell of a slug and stuff oh yeah the the slug her head is the shell this god that is crazy i just realized that yeah yeah it's funny because like they put her in the salt bath and then her whole body shrinks and they're like oh no she has a tiny body now (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's really funny um and they still yeah, keep I her. Mean, the parents still keep her. It's like, they do. What? It's so weird. I mean, but but Slug Girl was actually pretty short. Uh, I, yeah. I'm, 
I'm on I, Crunchyroll the, right the now. The concepts for all these are really cool. It's just the animation falls flat. Yeah. So, yeah. And the Crossroads one is like 18 minutes long practically. Yeah. And then Slug Girl is pretty much the rest of it. So, but that one, that one was just odd and freaky because, you know, she's, her classmate like goes and visits her and stuff and her parents were all like well if you want to visit her like she's over here and they take her to her bedroom and like she just throws up slugs and stuff and (laughs) then her freaking parents like make a, a salt bath but like it's not there's like no water in it it's just pure salt and they she goes into the freaking bathtub and she just sinks in and they're all and her parents are all like where is she she's not coming up and then uh, all of a sudden like they dig for her and stuff and all there is is her head apparently like her body just shrunk and there's like a little tiny body behind her the base of her skull it was just weird so. Yeah, that, that was a cool one. Um, episode yeah. four, it's like a trypophobia, like the the whole. F- if you have a fear, well, if you have fear of anything, don't don't consume Junji Ito. But <laughs> yeah, um, he definitely will. But the fear of holes is trypophobia. So that's this one where there's a mysterious jade carving that people find, and it gives them it turns their skin like very porous, like like big large holes appear all over their body and eventually they die and uh it's it's like a it's, it's just like another body horror like creepy thing yeah yeah um, but what's fascinating about that one is the jade the jade that they the jade artifact there's a doctor that kind of follows follows it so if you have this certain disease that doctor follows yeah, what was up with that? Was he like the key, like the guardian of it or something? Uh they don't really say what like who he actually was um or what the significance of him being there. He just suddenly appeared. I mean, that's that's yeah. pretty much how Junji Ito writes. Like he doesn't really give you a whole lot of ex- explanation on certain characters and That's stuff. what makes it scary though. But I'll, I'll say that the scariest part was that he was out of network. <laughs> Sam, can you add a can you add a drum thing there? Oh, no. <laughs> An out of network doctor. No. Um, I don't have trypophobia. Like it doesn't holes don't. I'm grossed me. out by it. <laughs> but that definitely. I mean, even though the animation is a little poor, that's still kind of freaky to see animated and everything. Um, especially when, uh, like the narrator, who's the kid who lives next door, like he goes visits his grandfather, and his grandfather is just filled. Oh, with he's holes. got the journal. Yeah, 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 and they found the journal and everything, and um, and his friend who was with him also like he was curious about the jade, and he just like pretty much died because he was freaking holding the jade like an idiot. So Yeah, there's always like this pull towards whatever whatever object or or uh 
idea yeah. that the characters yeah. are experiencing. So yeah. the the death drive. I actually Thanatos. would like to read Shiver. Like I'm even though this the, like Studio Dean's animation is not as good as Junji Ito on paper and stuff. Like I'm really curi- curious on how this looks in in the manga. Uh, I I want to see how disturbing yeah. it it, it's it much, really is. It's much is. more because because uh, Junji Ito would spend hours per page. He would mm-hmm. spend like I mean, according to the Super Eye Patch, will be spent up to like nine hours per page. Which is I mean, which is insane. Like in when a, you really care about your craft like that, uh, it might even be per panel. I don't know if it was per page or per panel, but it was a lot. Like, so it makes sense. It, it was probably per page, but like, it makes sense that the anime can't live up to that because they have to. They have to do a whole bunch of frames, and even if they're doing on threes, you know, there's still that's still a lot of frames. They can't put mm-hmm. nine hours into every frame because they gotta. Yeah. So. Um, Maybe they I really could, actually, but. liked the Mar- the Marriott the Marriott mat- mansion the Mar- the, the Marriott man- Marriott whatever we're going to Hilton Marionette Marionette <laughs> the scary Jeez. part was they didn't get a continental breakfast <laughs> <laughs> oh have you seen the Key and Peel sketch where he goes to get the continental breakfast and it's like a Junji Ito no. story where he's just like oh this is so delicious and he's no. eating it. It's funny. Um, I and, saw but it this... turns out he's been dead for a long time. <laughs> no, uh, it's funny that you mentioned Key and Peel because uh, on Instagram there's a reel of um, Key and Peel being interviewed by someone, and the interviewer asked Key, like, "What? How would you think the uh, substitute teacher were pronounce my name?" And the interviews, the interviewer's name is Chris, and Key goes. Uh, key rice key rice <laughs> key rice yeah so and a friend of mine i sent it to him and he's all like damn like i wonder how he would pronounce our names and my friend's name is jean pierre and i told him that the substitute teacher would probably pronounce his name as gene pyre gene <laughs> pyre yeah <laughs> um I can't remember what he said about my name. Your, yours would be D-Nice, just like the sketch. Denise? D- no, it wouldn't be D- No, because yeah. that's Denise. Like, I know, my- I know. Dany? Daniqua? No, that's adding words to it. I forget. I'll have to ask JP what he said. My friend was having a... Had just had a kid, and he's like, and we were guessing what the kid's name was, and <laughs> one of one of us was like, his name is Buick Darkness. <laughs> oh God! The D had an apostrophe right after it. It was like it was darkness, but with an apostrophe. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> oh, anyway. so good. Anyway, we went off a little bit there. Let's get back. Yeah, to they it. went. They didn't go to the Marriott. They had they had uh, marionettes. People yeah. as it was actually like death parade. People were marionettes a little bit. Um, They're puppets, Pinocchio puppets. Turns out there was a master puppet that they had to kill, and then it killed the. Ironically, rest of the, the puppet is named Jean Pierre. <laughs> that makes sense. The French are freaking freaky. Did they invent that? Actually, did France invent that? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Google it. <laughs> Um, 
Who but this was actually pretty, pretty freaky, especially as like, because you follow a family who are pretty much their show. They they perform these puppy show, puppet shows and everything. Fifth century um, BC. Okay, those are old as hell. <laughs> okay. Oh wow, you actually Googled it. I was moving on to the actual story. So, um, anyway, so the family, their father kind of like collapsed it, but then they eventually, he eventually died. And so the family who follows, uh, two brothers and a sister, the oldest brother who took a liking to this really creepy puppet who the pup, the evil puppet was called Jean-Pierre, um, he kind of left the family and he had his own family and stuff. And the other, the youngest brother, he goes to his brother's mansion and he notices that his fa- his brother isn't really moving on his own. Like his brother has like these strings attached to his head, his limbs and, and everything like that. And, a Apparently, he made this house so that there are actual people up in the ceiling who are moving um, his him and his family members, like his wife and his uh, son and everything like that. So and over time, excuse me, when they visit, the sister was curious on trying out this whole being a puppet and like her not moving her limbs and everything like that. So she dressed up, they put her in a a dance costume, like a ballerina and everything. And she kind of went like she stopped moving and let the people up in the ceiling move her and everything. And she really enjoyed it. But her, her older, her brother wasn't like, fault like he didn't really like it and stuff he's like get that off we're leaving blah 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 so um yeah but then after a while it kind of starts getting a little creepy and the main character that you follow in this story he met up with a girlfriend or whatever and she went to the house to confront the family she dies and at the end of the story, when the younger brother destroys Jean-Pierre, his family ends up becoming puppets themselves, which was really weird. So, um, I don't know if you have any thoughts about this, Nick. Um, yeah, like, <sighs> I'm just trying to think how to explain it. I like the idea of, of losing your sense of of autonomy. That's kind of what this one was going for, right? Uh, a little and even bit. The yeah. sister directly said it. She's like, "No, I prefer this." <laughs> yeah, like she didn't want to like move anymore and stuff. So yeah, so that was cool. Um, these are all like really short stories. Like it's funny because like none of the characters are really you can really um, attach to too much. Yeah, there's really no huge attachment to any of... Like, I mean, any of these characters. 
you don't yeah, ha- it's mostly you literally just have no how you freaky have no is sympathy it? for anybody. Yeah. We we should have like a freaky scale. A freaky scale. Out oh. of ten, this is a, I don't know, a, a six out of ten freaky. <laughs> I mean, I would say this is like a four. Okay, a little it's, less. It's not that freaky. The ru- the running puppet got me. So yeah. I mean, the running puppet was freaky because he. I mean, somebody it was, was easily ha- dispatched, though. So I guess right, it's not that and bad. somebody ha- had to have been Just moving him, it. obviously. So could you really say that it was the actual puppet? But at the same time, I mean, you don't really know. Yeah. Again, Jinji Ito doesn't really explain or give you any sort of sense of explanation. The fear of the unknown. That's what right. that's what makes it scary. Just darkness. Um. Let's go to the next one, though. So we, we got to move along here, actually. Yeah, I know. Let's go a little quicker on some of these. <laughs> uh, number five, the ongoing tale of Oshikiri. We did mention this one a little bit. Oh, yeah, that was a doppelganger one. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, and, and then the cloth we... teacher, which that one was pretty much the one that I really liked with uh, Sauchi in it. Yeah, the teacher's going like a rampage. That was kind yeah, of yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of cool. Uh, episode six. I keep pulling up the wrong tabs. Uh, episode six, window next door and gentle goodbye. This is like the creepy old lady in the window. And like at the end, her, her window keeps getting closer to him. Oh, <laughs> yeah. This one was weird. Weird. But the, the manga is so much better. Okay. I gotta I'm going to say gotta this that. one uh, on a freaky scale. Window next door has to be like. That's pretty high up. An eight, eight point five. Oh, that's that's like a little too high. Okay, seven. I guess how five? Because like we got to compare it to the rest of his stuff. This is true. Um, like okay. Uzumaki, yeah. like the Spiral Land, like that's pretty. Well, that's like, I, a, like I which even... one is a ten? If we had to give a ten for like freakiness, like maybe the Amigara Fault, which is not in this one, but they should have done that. Oh, one. That is that dope. one the one with the hole? Like yeah, the holes. The, the mountain. Why with didn't the they hole? do that one? Oh that, man, that's what that's uh, that's the one with like the mountain that has like the human yeah, holes. Yeah, it's in my it. hole. That it was one, made for me. Yeah, uh, that one. I really wish they could have animated that. That one, one at least was like, probably. A, I would give that one a ten for like freakiness. That yeah 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 yeah. Uh, that one, I mean, I would even say Uzumaki, like as a whole, Uzumaki, yeah. Like, certain stories in in Uzumaki, I think the whole thing of Uzumaki is definitely a ten. Of I'm just thinking of like the was it the dad curled up in the bathtub in a spiral? <laughs> no, um, well, it was more One of, the of like a. It was more of like a dump. It kind of looked like a like a dumpling steamer kind of thing. It wasn't like a tub kind of thing it was yeah. more so like a thing he actually made yeah that was actually the very first story that you read in Uzumaki yeah yeah that's the only so. one I've read I think <laughs> <laughs> um, um but yeah the creepy old lady was pretty was pretty scary she, she's just like hello come say hello yeah. and this is why <laughs> old people should be alone <laughs> this is why old people should be alone, alone. Oh, no. don't talk to them don't send them letters <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, do send them letters so they don't do this. <laughs> um, all right. And then uh the next one is the oh, the after image story. This one was yeah. actually like kind of kind of heartfelt a little bit. Gentle goodbye was kind of sad. 
This was like because the saddest you, story, I think. You actually find out that the character that you follow throughout the story. Um, it's, just, it's like she, the sixth sense. They're already dead. Yeah, <laughs> she's actually dead. She's an after image. So. And like apparently they can, they can uh, the family can conjure an after image that lasts up to 20 years, something like that. So Yeah, yeah. That That's one like was kind of sad. I don't know if I would want that. That'd be freaky. I, I mean, in all honesty, would. like if I die, okay, so if I was in that family and I died, I probably would tell that family, don't make an after image of me. Just leave me the lo- like leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say erase everything that I've done. <laughs> Pretend <Yeah>. I never <laughs> existed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Um, episode seven. Kobayashi Instruments. Oh, this was the... Uh, so this is Used Record and Town of No Roads. And Used I Record really... is, is this haunting, haunted uh, music where the singer sings a song as she's already dead. Like, after she died, she somehow sung a song. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really care for that. this one, in all honesty. And I mean, people like, get obsessed was... with the song, so... Yeah, this yeah. one was, like, kind of an, an obsession kind of thing, and... and Especially like the two girls that you follow, they start chasing each other because one of them stole the record from the other one and all this kind of stuff and things happen. And then the girl who stole the record went to a cafe so she can listen to it. And then more people start to become obsessed with the record and started chasing her and all that. I didn't really It's kind of funny at the end. She like falls and just gets crushed by logs. (laughs) <laughs> like that's kind of funny. Yeah. Well, the other one, like the other girl, she like fell and like hit her head or something. Or yeah. Um. Oh that's no. That's why you she, don't listen to vinyl. Sorry, she got. Um, that's why you pirate your music. Okay. She didn't. She didn't fall. Um. The girl freaking like took or a something? huge ass rock and like hit her head. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I didn't really care for used record too much. I like the idea I, of a dead person singing, but yeah. Yeah. Um, Town of, of no, no Roads. Roads was weird. Like that is kind of a fear. Yeah, that really? was because like, like she couldn't f- escape. No privacy. No privacy. Because oh, her family, yeah, yeah, spying family. Because her family kept spying on her and stuff, which was like kind of odd. That's how like, everybody wh- feels. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I first of all, I don't understand like how her family all of a sudden just started acting like that really it, to me I, I don't i guess i guess this was the type of story that i kind of probably would have wanted more of an explanation in a way because all of a sudden like she's the one who's acting normal but her family is like acting all creepy and just spying on her and stuff um so that was like kind of odd like how is she, why is she normal but her family is being like weirdos and stuff like she freaking stabs her own father in the eye because he went up he was stupid and went up on the roof to spy on her it was just really weird like i don't understand how your own this family is, this was an uncomfortable that. one <laughs> yeah i don't want to think um. about that <laughs> um, um but it's not it's like the, it's not as supernatural but it's just like kind of like a yeah yeah. Uh, next episode so. eight, we had the let's see. So this is honored ancestors and the circus that's, comes to town. That's the one with the freaking centipede, like, uh, like 
the fam. Oh God, the, yeah, yeah. The the, the, the family, family ancestor is like attached. So like the the father. It's it, the funny part is like he he greets the girl by slithering by like dragging himself <laughs> with his feet like a caterpillar. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like sliding himself across the floor like a caterpillar, <laughs> feet first. And then, she, yeah. like, she walks into his room later, and his on his head is attached, like, a series of other ancestor heads. He's like the avatar, pretty much. <laughs> um, but it's like a caterpillar avatar. It, I mean, it looks like a centipede, really. Yeah, yeah. It's and just full of heads. It's, like, molting so. into into him. So it's, like, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's kind of kind of crazy. So that that was a really cool concept. I like I like the idea of like a a sleeping person who's just like consumed by something by like uh, uh like the dream one where the the character was consumed by their dream. So like they mm-hmm. they turn into like this big this big brain like thing. It was weird. Uh, the doll one would have been cool if it was better animated. Um, but yeah, just stuff like that. Yeah. Um, the circus I mean, the, one, this, I don't remember what happened in that one. Circus one was pretty much um, the, like, ringmaster. He he pretty much would do these uh, performances, and pretty much the main act was this trapezist. And she was just, like, super beautiful and stuff. And throughout the whole thing, anytime people performed after her they would just tragically die and what happened was the ringmaster he purposefully killed off the performers to collect their souls and stuff um she actually like the trapezist actually says like you know don't don't like don't jump off because you're gonna die like you are that this is why he's doing it like you are you are actually going to die like don't do it and then that's when the the ringmaster kind of looked at the audience and said you know all of my my performers uh have tragically died like if you want to join me and be with this beautiful person right here um you can so like it was kind of like a manipulation in a way so i didn't really care for this one either in all honesty so yeah this was was... one of the more forgettable ones yeah so So in episode nine we have painter and blood bubble bushes so i like the alliteration nine (laughs) yeah episode nine the painter this is tomie is a tomie one which this one i actually really liked because it shows the painter paints this portrait of Tomie and it's like this really demonic like two-faced kind of thing and that's practically the most famous picture of Tomie. Yeah, that's like, what you go- what you see when you google Tomie. Yes, yes. And I mean there's nowadays like Hot Topic has like a whole bunch of Junji Ito uh merch and stuff and that's like a lot of what the t-shirts like i actually have a t-shirt with tomie and it's that photo of her and it's super creepy oh god the live action one looks so <laughs> stupid oh my god um yeah See, this so, is how you have to imagine if you're ever if you're ever embarrassed to talk to a girl just imagine she's tomie oh god she has Don't a freaky face growing off the side of her 
don't listen to Nick. Um, this one, so the painter, I was actually not mad about the animation. It, it was very minimal. Like it, it didn't. I mean, I it probably I kind of wish that it was a little bit creepier. Yeah, this in one a way. didn't need as much animation. Yeah, it was very subtle and everything. Um, but yeah, but I would I argue like his his final painting could have used that Junji Ito touch like more. It of probably freakiness. could have. I mean, it still looked freaky when you look at it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I I, I mean you I, I agree with you. It, it could have used a little bit more of that Junji Ito pizzazz a little bit, but. I mean, it's still scary. I, I, at least in my opinion. So, um, blood bubble bushes was actually really freaky as well. Yeah, this couple car, their car breaks down, so they go to this abandoned village, and there's one guy there. He's basically like a vampire, kind of. Yeah, yeah. And he he harvest. It turns out he harvests all the people who come by to grow. I mean, like, he harvests blood. the entire village. Yeah, and then. The, he literally plants them in the field <laughs> so they can grow blood for Well, him. actually, no. He planted them in, in, in his house. Like, there was oh, in an his actual, house. There was oh, an actual house? room in his... Mm-hmm, yeah, there was a okay. room that that the uh Oh, male, no, the kids were in the field. That's right. The kids were in the field and bit them because I'm the assuming... The children of the corn. <laughs> um, yeah, so that... that Honestly, I think episode nine was probably my favorite because I think they were both equally creepy in their in their own sense, especially bubble blood or blood bubble. Um, I mean, you can totally tell that the, I guess, antagonist of the story. I mean, you can see how attractive he is, but then like all of a sudden... He's kind of just like this vampire-esque person. Doesn't matter. He's still a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hot equals um, good. <laughs> yeah. So I think I, I, I think I'm gonna say that episode nine is my favorite out of the entire collection, in my opinion. So. Um. Yeah, that was that was up there. Uh, I think episode two. I just like the long dream. That was that was a really interesting one to me. <laughs> but um, so we'll go to episode 10, 11, and 12 real quick because we got to get to Tomie 2. We don't want to make yeah, drag it on. Yeah. Greased, we already mentioned. Greased the, is gross. The grossest episode. It. The one of the few that I've actually read. Um, this is the story of a family that has like a, it's like a meat restaurant and their whole house is filled with grease and vegetable oil and stuff. And the girl can calculate how like the grease levels in the atmosphere <laughs> Um, and then so her brother weird. bullies her. He gets all pimply. And the famous scene in this is like his, the brother pinning the girl down and squeezing all his pimple Ugh, juices onto her face. That is just so nasty. <laughs> <laughs> and if you see that in, in manga form, it's even better. But yeah, yeah th- this is a phobia. I don't know, the pimple phobia or something. But whew. That's gross. And uh, The yeah, bridge they, was fine. I didn't really care for the bridge. The bridge, which was that the grandma? That was the grandmother. The old and lady. Like, she she her her lover died early. Yeah, because he was like six feet tall and he was only twenty. And anytime 
Uh, I guess like the village had had, like this funeral ritual where they would place um, uh, the dead body on like a tatami mat and just let it float down the river. And the whole point of the ritual was for the dead body to go under the bridge so that they can go to heaven. But for some odd reason, every time the tatami mat attempted to go on the under the bridge it never did it would always hit like the corner and the body would just fall off the tatami mat and just sink to the bottom and they would never like their soul pretty much oh yeah they got trapped they got like in purgatory yeah so the the bridge was not a portal to heaven then (laughs) right (laughs) definitely not yeah okay so that's the scary part of it I finally yeah. got that after you said it. I was like, why was this one even scary? Ah. But yeah, that is kind of scary, actually. Yeah, I wouldn't want to go to do that. They got to do the Viking funeral, shoot arrows, light them on fire when they're on the water. That's cool. And just just make sure that they ha- you have an axe with you because or else you won't get into Valhalla. Yeah. Or fine. Asgard, Asgard, not Valhalla. So, Wait, isn't or it? Valhalla. I don't know. They're the it's same both. thing. both. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so episode, episode 11, 11. Supernatural, Supernatural transfer, transfer student. student and, and Scarecrow. Scarecrow. The transfer student. This one was kind of a weird. The student reminded me of uh, Suichi a little bit. He's just a piece of shit. <laughs> a um, little bit, but he was more attractive. Yeah. He wasn't as like but ugly so he's therefore he's a good guy <laughs> because he's attractive like suichi wasn't even like yeah god he just had like he has like these sunken eyes and he's he just looks all pale and gross <laughs> he's just gross looking you know and he smells bad hot take i bet suichi uh, smelled worse than the greased family <laughs> oh no no i think the grease family smelled probably smelled a lot no suichi doesn't wipe no no (laughs) anyway okay enough about suichi because suichi is the next episode um let's talk about this first and then go to that one well bully suichi into becoming a better person oh no (laughs) if you bully him then he'll just bully you back no i already got my voodoo doll ready i'll poke him (laughs) okay anyway so supernatural transfer student um, this one, I kind of, I don't know. I feel like these last three episodes. This one is just kind of weird. This is a little bit of a mess. Yeah, because like you he have just, this transfer student and then all of a sudden like these two students, you know, kind of wanted to help the new student out and say like, hey, you know we have a club and it's called the Supernatural Club. Why don't you join since you don't know too much, you know, around here and stuff. Like, we'll show you around. And, you know, he finds these weird flowers that have human eyeballs on them and he's, like, super happy about it and stuff. And he's he's just very, very energetic and the rest of the students are just like you're a little too happy there man like what's going on with you and um and then there's like that waterfall that all of a sudden appeared and the students are all like well I've lived here my whole life and there has never been a waterfall near the school and 
um, one of the kids tried to get superpowers because he thought that people didn't were doubting his like own ability to bend spoons because the new student was able to do it as well or like at least show them the actual trick on how to bend the spoon and stuff so but then like he actually died and it, it was weird and and the <laughs> one of the students actually kind of looked like y- light yagami a little bit yeah I don't they know all if, do i don't know if you caught that <laughs> every bad guy is light yagami now <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i didn't really care for this one too much um but scarecrow, scarecrow this was, was a little more f- interesting but yeah it was a little freaky it, it's kind of like uh it's a little bit similar to the, some of the other ones where like all the dead people just turn out to be scarecrows <laughs> kind of it's like the marionettes yeah. almost or the or the bloody bubble bushes um you just have like yeah. a lot of dead people with similar curse kind of yeah because so with this one um this one's actually a pretty short one too but apparently um uh the daughter of some guy like his his daughter passed away and he was mad at um this guy who wanted to to marry her and he wanted the guy to leave like never visit the area again and so all of a sudden he just um put a scarecrow in front of the grave to scare the guy away but then all of a sudden the scarecrow's face starts to become his daughter and so all of a sudden he put clothes that she used to wear and stuff and then he brought i guess like the village around and showed them that like look this is this is my daughter yuki like i get to see her again and so the rest of the village kind of started putting up scarecrows in front of the graves to see their loved ones again and one couple i guess they they lost their child at a young age and the one guy was adamant on doing that but the one woman was all like why can't you just let me have this like i want to see him again blah 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 and you kind of notice that the scarecrows were looking at the at, at like the person really like like you did something to me kind of thing um so and that's the scarecrow that's kind of, it's like <laughs> it's like the anime trope where the characters fall on top of each other and grab get a boob grab. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> scarecrow. Well, boob it actually them. definitely it was really freaky because it, it happened to that couple that lost the uh, the the child and the scarecrow was really like mean mugging the guy and the the mother was all like why why is he staring at you like that and stuff and and the guy was all like let's get rid of this this is creeping me out blah 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 and he like attempted to strangle the scarecrow <laughs> how do you and, strangle like, a scarecrow yeah, i don't know it was weird and then like i guess he fell back or something and the scarecrow it just hopped on him it it like it, it he like fell back and and he hit hit like he hit himself and then the scarecrow kind of like the stake of the scarecrow stabbed him 
And the woman was all like, so now I, now I know the reason. Like, you did something to my son. And then, like, it pans back to the scarecrow of the boy. And his face was kind of, like, pale. Um, so it was weird. And I think that's kind of what happened with the daughter that was centered. It was un- another, like, unexplainable events that happened. And yeah, so... It felt a little bit unsatisfying, but maybe I wasn't thinking about it hard enough. Um, maybe. Unless you weren't reading it. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm sure it's better if you read it. Yeah. Probably. The uh, um, last episode, episode 12, there's the nectar, the mysterious that... nectar that it's like, it makes <laughs> it so that you can't eat other food except for the nectar. Yeah. But if somebody it, notices you eating it, this is like a JoJo power. It's like, yeah. you can eat it, but you can't be noticed. <laughs> right. Uh, but it turns out it's like this giant fucking like God hand from the sky that just swats and smushes it's like you. like a tree kind of thing. Yeah, it's from a tree. And yeah, so there's this nectar that you can't be noticed while eating. It's literally a fucking JoJo episode. <laughs> so yeah, it was kind of funny now that I'm thinking about it that way. I mean, the one- just the fact, just the fact that like these people just were eating the nectar, and then like all of a sudden they just explode, like they just are splat, like a splat of blood kind of thing. Yeah, I thought it was really funny that the girl, she like ran oh, into the water. They're literally and- mosquitoes. So like the the yeah, humans turn into mosquitoes. Mu- that's yeah, I just that's- got it. So like yeah, if a mosquito bites you and you don't notice it, it can get away. Right, yeah. So, I guess like that's the metaphor of it. Like you have to be yeah. a mosquito. So, um, but the woman, she like went into the water in the river to to eat the nectar. She still but, got fucking. Smacked. And she still got fucking. Look, smacked. I'm safe. <laughs> Smack. So, yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Then the last part was the the Suichi spreading rumors about himself to become more popular. Right. That was so dumb. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of dumb. <laughs> kind of an <laughs> kind of a an anticlimactic ending too. Yeah. But um, you also you also see that that creepy supermodel again too. Oh yeah, she's she's the recurring character. Yeah. She could have been the waifu if we needed another a backup. Uh, <laughs> let's I like Tomi better. Yeah. <laughs> Tomie's <laughs> the the undying Tomie could yeah. yeah um yeah I mean I honestly don't really have much to say about rumors because it I mean it's that's the episode itself, name yeah really yeah. It's just so being a little shit again yeah pretty much. a lovable little shit that we all <laughs> want to strangle like that scarecrow. So let's move on to Tomie part one and two. Yeah. This was um, uh, Monica Rial voices Tomie, which I thought was fucking hilarious. In the dub, yeah, she Oh, does. I'm Tomie. I was not. I can't I mean, do that voice. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really care for Monica Rial playing as Tomie. Yeah, it's ah. a little. She, she She's a great side character. I think she should always be a side character, but if she's the main character, it's like too much. I I feel like they could have gotten uh somebody somebody else to 
Yeah, I'm not good like, with at least English dubs names. of voice Tomie. Uh, I mean, I don't know who. Maybe Caitlin Glass. I sure, why that, not? That I'm. Mean, that would be interesting. Or even maybe um, Laura Bailey. I don't know. Um, but yeah. So the first one is about Tomie. She comes to class. Like it's her be in class, and it re- it's revealed that she died. But then all of a sudden, um, she comes back to class and the whole entire class is all like, how is she still alive? She's supposed to be dead, blah, blah, blah. And um, the events, like throughout the events, uh, Tomie becomes like a little seductive. And again, like, well, she's a femme fatale. So she tries to seduce the teacher and everything. So it really shows that Tomie really isn't like this innocent person. And, you know, the whole class kind of like realizes that she's uh, a, a little odd, I guess. So. Yeah, she's supposed then, to be dead. <laughs> right. And then throughout the story, like you, you kind of realize that they actually went on a field trip and. Um, they like, I don't know. It was, you may be able to explain a little bit better than I can. Um, I think she falls and she dies. And then all of a sudden the, the class, like the teacher and all the boys just start chopping her up into little pieces. No, they think she dies, but she wakes up when they start sawing her. And then oh, she's that's like, right. ow, it yeah. hurts. And they're like. Fuck it, we're already this far. Let's kill her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like we've got. It's like Harold and Kumar when they lo- forgot their wallet. They like yeah. turn back. We've gone too far. Like, <laughs> or no, I think they forgot their phone. Whatever it was, but yeah. Um. um yeah. The. Uh, let's see. I I I like the idea that she's like this undying evil, pretty much. Right. Yeah. Because they the each classmate was given one part of her body. To like scatter, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they didn't want obviously they didn't want anyone to find out. And then in episode two, you 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 uh, you're introduced to this uh, main character who's in the hospital. She's sick with something, and Tomie visits her, and she's like, "Oh shit! I thought you were supposed to be." Di-. Or no, she I don't I don't know if she knows it's Tomie, but she episode knows. the the second part is like so. So at the end of the first episode, it's you can see Tomie kind of growing again, uh, at least one of the pieces of Tomie. And the beginning of the second episode is the main character. They're they're on a beach and stuff, and and the main character who's supposed to be going out with the person who is get who's trying to get a. Um, kidney donor oh yeah transplant yep yeah they kind of like she gets the best transplant like ever at he, the end <laughs> the the main character the male main character he gets he, he pretty much becomes obsessed with tomie because of her beauty and stuff and oh yeah that's her power she gets the teacher obsessed with her in episode one right yeah well that's that's pretty much what she does i mean she did the same thing in in the painting episode yeah um, yeah the the sculptist and the painter were so obsessed with her beauty that 
none of their artworks was just to their like they weren't satisfied with what they made because they couldn't capture the beauty that was Tomie. So, but with the second episode, um, Tomie goes to the the girl's um, hospital room and and everything. Um, I guess she was trying to tell her that she was going to be the um, kidney donor for her, but she like got freaked out by her, and because I guess she found out that she was the one who was like colluding, colluding with her boyfriend canoodling and stuff, too. and canoodling. <laughs> um. So, and again, this is like when Tomie kind of gets the male character to become obsessed with her and he was so obsessed with her that he just had the sudden urge to kill her and that's true love right there sure (laughs) true love um so and he pretty much cut her up into little pieces again and at the morgue to um since she was like a possible donor because the doctor was all like she the doctor asked the father like hey um is it okay if i use your daughter's body for her her organs and stuff and the dad was all like yeah sure go ahead i don't give a shit <laughs> <laughs> and then that's when you know they gave the the girl the kidney and but sh- the thing was the ki- the surgery was a success but at, during her recovery process, she wasn't eating. But then there's a picture where it pans to her and lying in bed, and it looks like she's pregnant. And so they went to the operating, uh, the the OR, and they opened her up, and all of a sudden Tomie's head just pops up and says, hello, I'm Tomie. And then that's how <laughs> the, the episode <God>. ends. <laughs> it's like Alien. She gets yeah bursted yeah. from her thorax from her abdomen. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Tom, it's just kind of like a OVAs for the series, right? I mean, it's they were, an okay. They were series. the same level as the rest of it. Yeah, it's it's okay. Um, it's just read the manga <laughs> for all. Of yeah, this. I, I mean, if you really want something I mean, to watch, it's fine. But you know, I'm I'm I'm. I'm excited for Uzumaki because it is a different. That's going to be good. That's going to yeah. Who do, who's doing that one? Studio Drive is doing that. What else have they done? They did. They're they're doing. Um, what did they do? They they did Vlad Love. They're pretty. They're actually a pretty new studio. They didn't do a lot. So. Oh, they're doing um, season two of To Your Eternal. Oh, To Your Eternity? Uh, to Your Eternity, yeah. Um, and they're going to do... Oh, is that Konosuba? Is that a new... There's a new TV show Oh shit, they're Konosuba. doing. <laughs> it looks like Studio Drive is just taking all of Dean's anime because <laughs> Dean did Konosuba too. Um. So this is a new-ish studio. Okay. I'm sure there's yeah. various uh, talent from other studios that formed into this one, but yeah. Yeah. 
Um, um, I actually kind of so there is an OVA for Gyo, which came out in twenty uh twenty twelve. Oh yeah, yeah. Ufotable actually did that one. So, I think that was kind of infamous. I mean, it's like, I kinda, it's like kind of crappy, but like a fun watch. Probably. I mean, I never really read Gyo to begin with, so I don't know how it is. But I'm actually kind of curious on how that one lo- looks compared Ooh. to. You know, it's to, good when it has a five. Oh no! <laughs> but um, uh, there's actually going to be more. Um, <laughs> Studio Dean is doing more Juji Ito collections and that one's actually going to be on Netflix alright maybe they'll do so, uh, Amigara, Amigama uh, Ami not going to work here anymore fault <laughs> <laughs> anyway um, so, so how do we how do we rate how do we rank the the, the anime I guess how do we yeah how would we rank this in terms of like anime to watch on Halloween or when you're you know when you're looking for something scary I mean, or weird? I guess if you like, if you if you're curious about Junji Ito, and you don't really want to read manga, I guess watch this. Yeah, it's like a substitute kind of. Yeah, like if you really don't want to go it's out and search for, for any, it is a poor substitute. I mean, if you don't want to search for any uh, Junji Ito manga, but although like if you do go, go to Barnes & Noble, they have them. So um, I guess watch it. I am a little disappointed that they didn't do like the mountain with, the human holes like i really would have liked to see that one yeah the amigama fault um that one is is practically my favorite aside from any uzumaki and tomie so um but i guess like as a whole i did rate this as um what did i rate this i gave it a 5.8 oh you're on any list i am on any list 5.8 okay interesting why not a 5.7, Danny? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, like... It feels like a 5.8. It does feel like a yeah. 5.8. <laughs> I gave it a, I gave it a, a Nick 4 <laughs> a out Nick of 10. Four. So, yeah. Oh, I'll give it four... Uh, let's see. Four decades of dreaming out of 10. Four decades of dreaming. <laughs> Jeez. Um, yeah, I mean, it's fine. I mean, I personally, I would probably like for sure just read, read it, read Ito's work. It's great. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. It will make you feel uncomfortable. It would make, it will definitely make you feel uncomfortable things. Uh, probably would not advise to read any of his stuff at night. Probably yeah, the page turn sleep. will get you. <laughs> when you get to those freaky pages, you're you're flipping. It's like oh, yeah, yeah, that'll get you. So, um, but yeah, like as far as a, a different, what are the recommendations on Mal for this? Uzumaki, I think is going to be good. I'm going to bet that's going to be a good one. 
we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, on Annie list, the recommendations is Theater of Darkness. Yeah, uh, Yami Shibai. Yami Shibai. Yeah, this one I keep hearing about. And this um, one has a seven point oh one. Yeah. Meruko Chan is also a recommendation. Um, <laughs> Ghost stories. <laughs> Gyo is also a recommendation. Yeah, Boogie Pop uh, Phantom. It, it does remind me a little bit of that. Blue literature literature series. Never heard of that one. Kyo, Kino's Journey. Okay. Uh, okay. It's not so much horror, but. I don't know why it's there. I would say Angel's Egg is a better version. It's not that pretty, though. No, I feel like Angel's Egg is pretty. That's why I recommend it. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like Angel's Egg is more prettier. Yeah, Studio Dean. Back when they uh, knew how to animate. (laughs) Well, they—they've been. That was a movie, which is not really fair comparison. Right. Yeah. So. I recommend Um, Uzumaki, which is coming out. It's not even out yet. Jeez. The trailer looks um, great. It's and that came out a while ago, but it's like it's like animated on ones or twos or something. Like it, it looks smooth. Well, hopefully it is. We'll see what happens, and we won't know until. Oh, we you know what? I recommend it. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Oh God. That's my official recommendation. Okay. It's like it's like uh, Junji Ito if he were funny, <laughs> oh, <laughs> pretty much. Oh boy, jeez. Okay, um, yeah. So this was kind of meh. It was a meh show for both of us. Um, it was a good experience. Good to it. It got me more interested in Junji Ito at the very least. It definitely, yeah. Like it definitely kind of makes me want to actually find these stories and actually read them and see what they actually look like on paper versus animated and stuff. So I am probably going to go on Amazon and look for all these. You got to get a, you got to get a tattoo. Oh, somebody in our discord posted the most badass. I think it was Shin posted the most badass tattoo of the, the baseball Titan, you know, an attack on Titan when they're uh, throwing. Oh God. It's like, it's like a really, it's like the, the Titan that looks like an ape. Sure. You know, you know what I'm talking okay. about? Well, you yeah. You, how far have you gotten Attack on Titan? Have you seen it all? No, I haven't. Okay. Anyway, know, there's a part I where know one the of them, ape titan. Yeah. Yeah. The I ape know titan. The ape it titan throws like rocks like. at him. <laughs> there's somebody got uh-huh. a tattoo of it about to like throw a rock, and I was like, oh, that's badass. <laughs> but yeah, you got to get one. You got to get a Junji Ito tattoo. I actually do want a Junji Ito tattoo. Don't get one that's too gross, but yeah, that's just hard to do. But it's either kind of gonna be one from Tomie or Uzumaki oh no do the Amigara fault oh god no <laughs> do it Danny no no the enigma of Amigara fault get no, your get you. your own hole how about you get your own hole <laughs> oh my god what if if you got it painted on yourself and then you just like you just like warped into yourself and like got stuck in your own hole Think about it. Anyway, thanks for <laughs> listening. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed uh, the Nick and Danny show. Um, sometimes we're great and sometimes it's a flop. So, 
But, uh, yeah, again, uh, happy Halloween, everyone. Please stay safe and everything. And next week, uh, we are going to be, I think we're going to be doing our fall first impression. So get ready for that. And stay spooky, my friends. We'll see you next time. Oh, and also, I forgot, um, there is another uh, cinematography episode. So oh, I shit. Hope you all enjoyed that. That was actually really fun. I did that with Earthworm. So, Which one is it on? Or what uh, movie? TV? Uh, we did uh, John Carpenter's Halloween and uh, A Nightmare on Elm Street. The the, the original night, A Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, nice. The only thing I know so, about that is the Rick and Morty episode with Scary Terry. Yeah, well, Scary Terry was inspired by I know. Freddy Krueger. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've seen Rick and Morty, right, Danny? At least some of it. I have clips of it. So. All right. That's still more than some. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's not my favorite. But yeah, uh, check that out, guys. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that. And again, we'll see you guys next week. Bye.